0: Immigration New Zealand is investigating concerns some businesses with accredited employer status are exploiting migrant workers. RNZ reported on the cases of dozens of Chinese migrant workers left jobless and out of pocket after paying thousands of dollars for work visas, only to be dismissed by their employer shortly after arriving. Most have come to Aotearoa on the accredited employer work visa scheme. Now, that's a fast track program that allows companies to apply for accreditation as long as they meet certain criteria, including being financially sound and having a history of complying with immigration and employment law. Immigration New Zealand's general manager, Richard Owen, joins us now. Kia ora, Richard. How many employers are you investigating?
1: Yeah, hi, Lisa. Um, So at the moment, we're looking at uh, 53 employers to do with the accredited employer work visa. And I think it's really important to say here, first of all, um, we really feel for the migrants in this situation. Uh, They're the ones being exploited, and that's really key, and we take that very seriously. The other aspect is the vast majority of employers in New Zealand do the right thing, and they they do abide by employment laws and the standards within the Immigration Act. So we're looking at 53 employers at the moment, and uh, they're under active investigation at this stage. Page.
0: What are the allegations broadly?
1: Uh, so, the, what, what's played out here, particularly uh, with this particular situation, is um, individuals paying what are some quite significant sums of money, any, anywhere from fourteen thousand New Zealand dollars up to over thirty thousand dollars, to an overseas agent. Now, that may, may be a bad actor, somebody who's not actually really a licensed immigration agent. Um, they're um, taking a large sum of money for these from these people. Um, they're Come to New Zealand on the promise of, you know, a brighter future and having a job. They arrive in New Zealand. They're collected from the airports. They're provided accommodation, which actually ultimately they pay for. And then they may even not get to the workplace or when they do get to the workplace, they're dismissed in a relatively short space of time. And that's really, really concerning because we're seeing those migrants uh, being exploited. And we're obviously considering here whether or not employers may be complicit at this stage where in the early stages of investigation. But whether the employers are complicit here, but also whether or not we are even looking at people trafficking and they're really serious allegations.
0: Okay, so in terms of the companies here, talking about the bad actors or the agencies offshore, is the suspicion that the companies here get a cut of those fees and there's just a churn? They get the fees, the workers come, they dismiss them, get more workers, more fees, and, and they're making money from basically a scam?
1: Yeah, look, we're at the very, state, the very very early stages of investigation. And uh, just to be upfront, Lisa, I'd rather not comment on the specifics of that. So obviously, we want to maintain the integrity of the investigation as well. Um, that, that will certainly be something that we'll be looking at as part of the investigations. But yeah, just too early to say, and obviously, we, we need to um, protect the integrity of those investigations as well. I we understand, but that
0: is the allegation yeah. of some of the workers. So it is a claim that you are investigating and a concern that you have.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, And as I say, we've got to go through the burden of proof about whether employers have been complicit in these situations, and that's part of uh, what our investigations will be looking at as well.
0: Are you proactively auditing these accredited employers?
1: Uh, yes, we are. So, a, as you mentioned just at the opening there, um, there's a range of pre-accreditation checks we expect employers to meet, but there's also a range of post-accreditation checks. So, at the moment, um, we're actually carrying out checks on around about 15%, uh, 1.5%, 15% off. Um, so, how many have you actually
0: completed, Richard?
1: Uh, So far, just over 430 uh, accreditation checks, and we've got just under 1,500 underway as well. So a really significant number heading towards around about 2,000 checks with employers. And as you mentioned, things like looking at financial statements to demonstrate financial viability, uh, evidence of how those offshore recruitment agents actually um, how the migrant employees were paid. So there's a range of things that we check with those employees to make sure they're meeting their obligations.
0: Okay, so of the 430 accredited employers you have checked, have you found any of them to be, um, well, dodgy?
1: Unfortunately, I haven't got that information in front of me at the moment, Lisa. But happily, get that uh, get that to you offline. Um, But certainly, if we identify anything here from whether it's part of the investigation we're undertaking now or just looking through those post-accreditation checks, some of the things we can do is if we do find that employers haven't met uh, the necessary obligations that they should meet, we can suspend their accreditation or even uh, remove it, actually revoke it completely. So we take that very seriously, and uh, as I say, uh, particularly as part of this uh, set of investigations into these 53 employers at the moment. If we find the employees are being complicit, we will uh, very seriously consider re- uh, revoking their accreditation.
0: Okay. How many accreditations have you revoked since the scheme came to be? So since the scheme since
1: the scheme came to be, and um, acknowledging that we have com- just commenced the actual um, accreditation, the post accreditation work, we've suspended one and revoked one, and we've got sixteen more that we're considering uh, considering revica- uh, revocation or suspension for. Now that that number, obviously, the further we do accreditation checks, uh, that number may increase. But again, that's. of the actual post accreditation checks we do and we will look very seriously at that with this investigation we've got on at the moment.
0: And to be clear Richard, the 16 that you're looking at revoking, that is outside of the other 53 that you have suspicions about that you are investigating?
1: That's correct, yeah.
0: Okay, is it too easy to get accreditation?
1: Oh no, I wouldn't say that by any means. Um, actually, the accreditation employer work visa was put into place um, by the government to actually help protect migrant uh, exploitation. So that an employer has to go through an accreditation process. And as I say, the vast majority majority of New Zealand employers do the right thing. Um, but for those where we do see them, uh, where we do see poor behaviour, then we we'll, we will revoke that uh, accreditation, which means okay. they're no longer able to employ migrants moving forwards. Yeah.
0: One of the issues seems to be ninety-day terminations, right? Um, some of the workers coming in don't realise that these clauses are in there and in fact some of them aren't even in the contracts but they're exercising a 90-day termination anyway are you keeping records of how long these workers are employed the reasons for departure and whether the um employing company has used a 90-day termination
1: yeah those are things that we'll look at as part of our um uh, investigation as well when you say um,
0: look at it richard yeah. do you mean you're going to look at starting to keep records so you can see a pattern of behavior
1: yeah, th- these, this is information that the employees would be expected to keep anyway, Lisa. So this is information that as we go through that accreditation process and also the investigations we're doing, we would expect the employees to already hold that information when we seek it from them as well.
0: Appreciate your time, Richard. That's Richard Owen, who's Immigration New Zealand's General Manager.